0: Welcome to the Great Start Podcast, a podcast that brings you up to speed with matters Formula One. So sit in your cockpits, rev your engines, and let's go. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to the episode, guys. My name is Brad Kibet, aka your local Formula One guy. And today we have a banger of an episode for you guys. Um, first of all, man, uh, quite an achievement we have here. We have reached 10 episodes, guys, 10 episodes. I mean, this all started as a dream um, somewhere last year and we are now at 10 episodes, um, growing strong, growing together. Our community definitely is growing larger as the Formula One season comes to be. And, uh, yeah, I'd like to thank you, all my listeners, all of you, each and every single one of you who tunes Mm -hmm. in to this podcast at any one time, guys. Thank you so much. You know, you share them with your friends, share them with your family. Um, Yeah, let's bring them into this amazing world of Formula One, guys, because we are just about to have a heck of a season for us here uh, in the Formula One world, rather but basically thank you so much guys for you know making this dream come true and for you guys also as part of the family i'd like to thank you because uh you guys listening you know you guys sharing it means a lot um it grows the community it grows the family and um yeah as we get better definitely um we will grow to bigger 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 um Zones. It has just started raining where I'm at, so hopefully the microphone will not be able to pick it up. But regardless, we will continue with the episode for today um, titled The Season Begins, Ever-Changing Formula One Regulations and Teams, How Teams Are Manipulating the Rules. The new rules, rather. So, I think we can dive straight in. Remember, as always, uh, share this link with your family. Share this link with your friends. Also, follow us on our socials at the start Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter at the Pod. Feel free, also as well, to visit our link tree. The link will be attached below. Feel free to visit our link tree and um, you know, uh, click on the tiny person link uh, if you feel like this podcast is good enough to. Uh, you know, deserve a, a promotion of whatever kind of whatever amount, feel free to go to our tiny person link. It's on our link tree. And donate as little or as much as you want. Uh, that would be lovely. Anyway, anyway, back to the episode for today. The first thing we're going to talk about today is how the season is just about to begin. We are just about to have the ball rolling we are just about to have things go all systems check a lot of the teams are actually in Barcelona as we speak for the testing that will start this weekend on the 23rd to the 25th of February and um man I'm excited I don't know about you guys but I am mad 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 excited for this season uh we have quite a season ahead of us you know with all the rule changes with all the engine um a lot of people will be having new engines new power units uh really we have also i think one new driver we don't have any other new driver as well but we have a lot of team shifts yeah you know with Valtteri moving from Mercedes to um Alfa Romeo we have Mugwangi Zhao, you know coming from Formula 2 into Formula 1 with our, with our Alfa Romeo and uh, most of the other teams have actually just retained the same drivers, if you had to think about it. Mercedes are still having, oh, and and, and our star guy, George Russell, uh, moving from Williams to, um, to Mercedes. And Loki, by the way, guys, um, you may not know this or other, yeah, you know, this is a secret I'll share with um, you podcast fans who listen to me. Um, I am a diehard. Don't get me wrong. I am a diehard. Die hard, die hard. Um, Red Bull fan, Red Bull racing fan. But I mean, um, you know, we have we have George Russell in the Mercedes this time. And ugh, man, after what he did in Bahrain in 2020, ah man, I, I'm so I'm so tempted to to shift. <laughs> To shift to shift um, to shift teams, to shift sides, you know, and now support uh, George Russell specifically, not uh, yeah George Russell specifically and um, you know support him in the Mercedes and yeah man, uh, uh, there's a lot of incentive to move that side, but still we are going to hold on strong because we have the Mexican Minister of Defense on our side, man like Sergio Perez, Checo, as they call him. And um, yeah, we have him on our side. So definitely we know that we are going to have a good season. Kwanzaa, this time he has come out saying that he is not, you know, the first season he came in, he was coming in learning how the Red Bull car works basically and how um, all those matters will be. But um, now he is coming in with the mindset that he is in to challenge Max Verstappen for the world championship. So we just might see quite a couple of people challenging for the uh, for the championship this year. We will have The Goods, who has finally come back and risen and, uh, you know, become much more vocal on social media and all. Lewis Hamilton back. Uh, we have... Um, George Russell, though I don't think George Russell will be fighting for a championship this year, but we have uh, you know, I, I like, I'd i like to put him on the list because I feel he is capable enough. If he was able to do that in the first race, in the first time, in a car that was shorter than his height, man, man, this time we may see quite a hell of a season. Yeah, but I would say, as I was saying, we have uh, Lewis Hamilton, we have Max Verstappen, we have Sergio Perez, we have the two Ferraris, that are all fighting for the championship this season. And, um, yeah, I think we should be able to confirm that during this first um, testing that goes on uh, this weekend, you know. So, man, we have a lot, a lot, a lot of things packed up, lined up for us. And Kamakawaida, as always, the Great Start Podcast will be with you each and every single step of the way through the 23 races that we have this year this this year man 23 races imagine you know quite quite a number of races those are but regardless we will um we will hack and as always um the great sun podcast will walk you through all those races so um as i was saying the season is beginning we have testing in barcelona in uh Catalonia to be precise, happening from the 23rd to the 25th of February. Um actually yesterday we completed all the car launches with Alpin being the last car to no it's not the last car. I don't think Alfa Romeo have have um you know have released their car yet but regardless of the situation um it's one of the final car launches that happened yesterday with the Alpine launch. And, um, yeah, I think the car looks awesome. I think I think the blue and pink, you know, it's not a common color combination we get to see a lot. But the blue and pink have gone really, really well together. And, um, yeah, it's kind of really much. I didn't think it was matching. And, uh, but I, it would much rather when I saw the news that uh, Alpine would be partnering with uh, BWT. But, um, yeah, I think BWT have done a very good job, you know, with their color scheme. And uh, not BWT, rather, Alpine have done a very good job with the color scheme, a very good job with uh, the painting on the car, the design of the car. I mean, it just looks awesome. Uh, for those who may not know, also as well probably you were used to seeing the BWT sponsorship on the Aston Martin or the former racing uh, racing points or even the former sports special racing team. Um, Y'all were very used to seeing the pink on it, but now we have the pink on the Alpine, which is a former Reynolds. Uh, yeah. So we have a sponsorship change in Alpine where we have having BWT now sponsor um, Alpine. And uh, with that came Otmar Sfosna being the team principal for Alpine this year, this season. And uh, he is part of what came with the sponsorship from BWT. So we hope for the best. He was a team principal at Aston Martin before uh, he left uh, towards the end of last year. And um, actually early this year. Actually early this year is when he left. So yeah, basically... Those are the perks of seeing him move to Alpine. So, yeah, I've jumped so much from this topic, but yeah, now I dive straight into it. Barcelona, Barcelona, twenty third to the twenty fifth, the first outing. It's kind of low key, pre testing track. You know, it's um, it's not official. It's like okay, it's the first time the drivers are testing out these cars formally on the track, and. uh you know, we will not have such a live race time kind of coverage or live timing or CGO tires or studio. Art. No, we will not have all that in this first test. Uh, basically, all that we'll be having is at each and every single end of the day, we will be having the best lap times and the positions of the drivers uh, communicated to us. So who is doing best, who is doing what? But you know, these tests more especially, are not meant for us, the Formula One fans. These tests are meant for the teams you know to gather data on these cars more especially uh for this time this season these stats are very very important because um you know these are new this a new this is a new generation this is a new era in the formula one world. we have never had such a year with so many regulation changes as much as this so basically we have these changes are meant for the teams to gather data on the cars to see how they can improve them so if you see a car with something like a whole big aerial on top of it um, usually those are just for gathering data you know wind data aerodynamic data engine data um, a lot of data tires you name it all the tests so you will see a lot of those in Barcelona and Bahrain and, um yeah, I am really looking forward to the drivers' reactions, you know, their first instances driving these cars, uh, for some teams have already started driving them, uh, we saw McLaren drive their McLaren 35M, this, I think it was yesterday, if not last week, yeah, yesterday being Monday, but uh, we have seen McLaren test out their cars, we have seen Haas test out their cars already in Catalonia we have seen um there's another team we've seen also as well ferrari with the f-175 we've seen the mercedes at uh silverstone so and the aston martin as well so yeah basically a lot of drivers i'd like to hear like the official um reaction of driving these cars at pace with other guys are we going to have closer racing as they were prospecting are we going to have these changes that they were prospecting now that we have the changes to the car i don't know but catch the barcelona uh testing from the 23rd to the 25th of february on uh wherever you get your formula one or watch your formula one links um, the next year, testing, we have two sets of testing. So the first one is Barcelona this weekend, the second is Bahrain, uh, from the 10th to the 12th of February. Uh and this is the official pre-season test. So it is the official Formula One pre-season test. Uh the 23rd, it's kind of like you know, fast feel, you know, feel the driver's data and all. But Bahrain is the official one. Uh it will be happening from the 10th to the 12th. Then we'll have, I think, a two-week break or a one-week break. Then the season starts in Bahrain. So um, this one in Bahrain, fans will be in attendance. So if you feel like, you know, you want us to go together for this Bahrain Formula One Grand Prix, you know where to hit me up. Hit me on my socials at Q underscore Kibet underscore Keter on Instagram. Uh, Same handle on Twitter as well. You could also uh, message me down on our website in our feedback session. Hey, tell me, hey, Brian, I want us to go for the Bahrain testing. Hey, don't get Let's go. Let's do this, you know. And uh, for this, there'll be live TV coverage and timings and all those things. So it'll be like we're officially back to Formula One. Yes. In Bahrain. Amazing. I'm really looking forward to this. I don't know about you, but uh, I'm very excited about these testings that are going to happen. And yesterday, someone, a friend of mine, uh, who you will come to find in the podcast one of these fine days, um, sent me an audio featuring the Formula One, you know, the Formula One theme song. Hey, man, I just got shivers listening to it. I was just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. It's been such a long time uh, without, you know, Formula One. And I used to use it to distress a lot, but now we haven't had it. So, I mean, what a weekend we will have This much, uh, when Formula One starts again, yes. Um, I thought I'd muted my phone, but that has clearly (laughs) uh, I did not do that anyway. Anyway, to the second part of the podcast, guys, we are talking about how the teams are manipulating the new aerodynamics, the new rules. Basically, um, we have a lot, a lot of changes, and I feel it like it's best if we also got to talk about these changes because, um, they are important for us to know. So there are teams that are having new power units for the season. There are some that are having completely uh, new aerodynamic packages. You know, those are some of the changes that we are releasing a lot in the teams as they in how uh, interpret the rules. And for those who may not know, basically, uh, how this when I talk about how the teams are interpreting the rules, what this means is uh, we have a book, we have a set of rules, a PDF let's call them we have a set of rules uh that are standard you know but then how these teams implement or interpret implement and interpret these rules interpret and implement these rules is different all through the teams you know uh because you will find that uh probably how one team implements one thing is so different to the other for example if you look at Ferrari's air intakes in the F175 and you compare them to the Hasses, or uh, not so sort of even compared to the Haas cause Haas is a junior team of uh, Ferrari. So we'll find a lot of similarities in both cars. But if you compare like the power unit, uh, the air intake, uh, the Ferrari F175 air intake together with the um, Alpine air intake, those are two different um, designs two very different uh looks to it and two different fundamental uh principles working in them because how air is channeled into this air index also depends on the wings so you'll find the wings are different they're all still within the same rules but there are a lot a lot of differences within the car the cars and um How these teams interpret them will be very interesting. We'll get to see a lot, a lot about them in uh, the testing that will be happening both in Barcelona and Bahrain. So, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. But some of the teams that are having new power units, we have Alpine with a new power unit. We have Ferrari with a new power unit. Uh, We have Mercedes with a new power unit. We have Red Bull with a new power unit, I think. We have Haas with a new power unit. So, those are the five teams I know we have with a clean new engine from scratch. Uh, yes. For the aerodynamics, there kuna those teams. They do want to show us how these cars would look like. For example, Haas, during their launch, released a render. They did not release the actual car, but they released a the render of the car. And uh, yesterday, we got to see how the actual car looks like. And it, it is so, 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 so different. You know, so... Has are definitely running a new aerodynamic package on their Haas uh, on the Huscar. Um are Ferrari running a new aerodynamic package. If if I'm to if we're to look at aerodynamic from the basis of the new rule changes and all the teams are running a new aerodynamic package, but uh, some teams are basing their new changes on previous. Um, you know. Um, previous implementations of what we had done in earlier cars. So I know there are some teams that are running, most teams are running new aerodynamic packages, and we'll get to see this, more of this in action in um, the two seasons, uh, the statistics that are coming up. Then um, the third thing, the third thing that we are looking at is um, the changes, the ever-changing changes that are happening in the rule book you know yesterday we had uh rather sometime towards the end of last week i think it was friday we had formula 1 changing the rules it's uh, such it's been a uh, a really really um unchanged rule if so i may call it for such a long time that has needed change but finally 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 um Formula One drivers who have qualified in the top 10. So what that means is if on Saturday, during the qualifying session, you have qualified in the top 10, you will no longer have to start the race on the tires that you used in the second part of qualifying. So what does that mean? In the previous races, what used to happen is the tires that you finished with your qualifying session, the Q3, those tires are the ones you started with the next day during the race day yeah but then uh this rule change has been rumored for so many months um and it's finally now confirmed that it is removed and that now what that will mean is that um the drivers will now be having a free choice of tires a free choice of um sets to run on the actual race day that is different from the from the um from the ones they use in qualifying and uh, i just like to read you this rule on how it's stated in the rule uh, the rule book and it's in article 30.5l uh, of the new regulation which states that at the start of the grand prix each car which qualified for Q3 must be fitted with the tires which with which the driver set his fastest time in Q2 so that's how the rule was if you're um, if, for example, you qualified like uh Q in Q3, you qualified P5. in the rest, the, the tires you used in Q2 are the ones you start with. yeah, but now this rule has been struck off and no longer apply for the season, so whichever tires you decide to start with on Sunday, uh basically, um that is what it is. But why, why is it that this rule has been brought about? Why is it that this broader rule has been brought about? So the intent of this Q2 tire rule change uh, is to attempt you know, to encourage uh, some variance in strategies, some strategic variance by offering the teams the chance to get through to Q3 on a harder tire compound while having to fend off quick times from those choosing to run softer compounds. Yeah. So what does that mean? This means that Q3, because uh, it's a bit longer, okay, not really a bit longer, but uh, the drivers tend to, you know, go a little bit harder in Q3 as they're trying to get the first 10 slots. Q3 is where um, they get, okay, let me explain this Q1, Q2, Q3. So we have three qualifying sessions in Formula One. We have Q1, where they get the bottom five. Q2, where they get the middle five, and Q3, where they get the top ten. So we have 20 drivers. Yeah. So they get the bottom five, the bottom, uh, the middle five, and that. So they'll get like 15 to 20 in Q1. So, however, you guys are rank within Q1, that is your position. Q2, we have um, position 10 to 15 got. However, you guys rank, however, the drivers rank between. Uh, position 10 and 15, that is how you will be ranked. Then we have position um, one to 10, that is in Q3. So, um, for those who decide to run hard tire compounds uh, in Q3 and run uh, a softer compound in Q2, you know, in the previous season what will happen is that On actual race day, you'd have to run that software compound in Q2, which uh, really didn't give uh, a lot of strategy because a lot of teams are now able to predict um, how their tires would be and uh, how another team's tires would be, basically. So now we don't have that. Now we have the tire drivers choosing, you know, three sets of tires, which is amazing, which is awesome. We'd love to see that and how it uh, comes to be in uh this 2022 season and yeah let's see how it goes let's see how it is but um yeah with that i think um yeah i'm done talking about whatever we needed to talk about in this podcast um as usual thank you so much guys for listening in thank you so much for joining me today in this amazing amazing updates of what is happening i hope all of you will be tuning in to the Barcelona uh results now that would be like featured directly outside you. so we will get to discuss them so uh put a subscribe button uh on on wherever you're listening to this podcast put the ring bell icon so that click the ring bell icon so that you know whenever I post an episode you get notified of it and um yeah Basically, thank you so much for listening to me today. Uh, as usual, follow my Instagram at underscore kibet, underscore kiter. Also follow the podcast Instagram at the Crystal Podcast. Um, follow our page on Twitter at the Crystal Pod. Join our Discord community. And all these links are attached on our link tree. And um, if you have anything. If you have any questions, you know, if you have anything you'd want to talk about, or even just say hi, you can check out our website. Uh, the link is attached to the link tree link on this description. Uh, check out our website. Down there, we have a feedback session. Give me feedback. Tell me, what do you think about the podcast? What is it that you'd want me to improve? What is it that you want me to talk about? And definitely, I'll check it uh, through. Also, if, if you feel... Uh, feel like supporting us uh through tiny pesa the link is also attached to the link tree link i mean feel free click the link support us with any anything you feel like any any amount you feel like you want to bless us with hey bless us uh on this amazing uh, Tuesday and um yeah thank you so much my name Hara, is kibet Keter aki your local formula Wagen, formula one guy and see you guys in the next one.